0: Welcome and thank you for joining the Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast. I am so excited to share this episode with you. I was recently invited as a co host on the Empowering Real Talk podcast with the fabulous host, my twin Kay Woods. We had so much fun, y'all. If you have not met her, you are missing out. She is amazing. Now, coming off the fatherhood series where the guys were so transparent, this was the perfect conversation to close it. Kay and I had such a great conversation regarding what we as women can do to foster the relationships and bonds between fathers and their children. We dropped some gems, y'all. So without further ado, here is our conversation.
1: What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It's your girl, Coach K. Woods with Upgraded Mindsets. Thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all know the drill, the new season. I am here loving these topics that I have been getting into lately, so this one is going to be no different. I have a special guest with me today. I have my lovely, lovely Gemini twin, Miss Noreen of Save Our Sisters Group and Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast. Hey, Noreen, baby, hey, 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 what's going on, girlie? <laughs> it's good. I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. You know, I appreciate it. Um, I'm super excited to get into what we, you know, decided to discuss today. Um, but I definitely want to get into a little bit about you. So, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself.
0: Well, um, okay, so I'll go into a little bit of me and then, you know, a little bit of what I do hey, come on in these it, streets. <laughs> so I'm wife and mother of three kids, four grandkids, you know, um, I created the Safer Sisters group to basically bridge the gap between generations of women. I feel like there has been a disconnect in the information that's being passed on from generation to generation. And we want to bring women together and come to the table with any and every topic of discussion that you can have. Because I feel there's too much of a, a rift between women sometimes. Sometimes women side eye each other. Sometimes women think they need to compete with each other. Mm-hmm. And we just want to bring women all together to say, hey, lady, there's room at the table for all of us. You I know? Love it. If one of us makes it, guess what? Put your hand out and pull the other lady up. We can all make it, you know? So this is why I created the Save Our Sisters group. Now the Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast is my baby baby. You know, it's a different aspect for me to be creative, you know? And for this one, I want people to share their stories of success because people have been going through a lot, you know, especially now in the pandemic. You know, there's a lot of people that have been secluded. They haven't been seeing people. They haven't been socializing, you know, and they go through stuff and nobody's going to know it because they're there by themselves. So this kind of serves as not only a platform where they can just be free to speak their mind. It's unplugged. So no topic is off the books, Absolutely. you know, but it's, it just gives those people that may not want to speak their truth on a social platform like Facebook or Instagram. And it gives us this, this avenue where they can be behind the scenes, speak their truth, and empower other women. So that's why I created both of them.
1: I love it. Her podcast is amazing, y'all. Be sure y'all go subscribe to it, the Save Our Sisters podcast. Like it is so dope. Um, it's so crazy that we talk about her podcast because she actually has a series um that she has been doing for the month of June, and I am in love with it because. As she said, you know, she definitely, you know, empowers and encourages women. But the one thing that I love about Noreen is that she is open-minded to receive other feedback. I say that to say because the month of June, she actually had a fatherhood series that she um, was pretty much speaking to men for the entire month. And let me tell you, I listened to some of those episodes and baby, mm-hmm. it is really something that needed to be put out there. So I'm gonna give you a huge shout out for even bringing the series to the table because it is so necessary just because we are women and we coach women, inspire women, you know, and empower women doesn't mean that we don't want to get that feedback. So super shout out to you for, you know, bringing that awareness to the table.
0: Oh, I mean, I think it's definitely necessary. Thank you so much for the accolades. You know, men have a lot to say, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and sometimes they say too much, you know, but we right, still, right. <laughs> you know, still listening, you <laughs> know, we still listening, you know, but, it, but it's important because as you know, fathers give daughters their worth, Yep. you know, and so when a woman has daddy issues, it shows up in her relationships, mm-hmm. you know, so to hear these men first and foremost, talking about their relationships with their fathers, good, bad, or indifferent. And then talking about themselves as fathers and how that has affected them. And then to take it further and watch their own children be fathers and their role in that, you know, it was just amazing to just really listen to these guys' stories. And, you know, I'm so excited. I'm actually going to extend it past June because I really want to hear what more guys have to say. Absolutely. You know, and I think women need to really listen to it. Robbie Chris kicked it off for me. We did mm-hmm. two episodes. Oh, and
1: his episode was the dopest. And it's a two-part. It is two-part for yes. him, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, the man, first, part we, the first part, we talked about his life and how his fatherhood went. But in the second part, we talked about how women sometimes prevent men from being the king fathers that they should mm-hmm. be. Yeah. You know, because, yes. you know the video we just talked about.
1: Yeah, let's talk about yeah. Let's let's get into that real quick. Um I have been seeing reports that this video is um, a fake video and it doesn't surprise me because people do anything for social media nowadays. Um I, I personally feel like that's a whole another podcast, you know, and I'll definitely touch base on that sometime. But today we are talking about that specific type of situation. Um, if y'all aren't familiar with what we're speaking about, we're speaking about the McDonald's situation, um, where the lady, the guy brought McDonald's for one child and didn't bring it for all of the child. He brought it for his own child, but didn't bring it for the other children. Um, you know, there are, um, differences of opinions across the board when it comes to this. And, I'm all for healthy debate. I actually went on social media and spoke on it. I normally don't speak on those type of shade room situations, but I spoke (laughs) on this one. Um, you know, because I can honestly, you know, I I could see it. It's more normal than people want to understand, right? These type of scenarios are normalized because Mm -hmm. if they weren't normalized, if it was, wasn't fake, She was too comfortable with trying to, quote, expose him. So that further tells me that this is something that women do, you know, some women do on a regular basis, um, intentionally trying to cause havoc with fathers and their children. And I don't feel like it's talked about enough when it comes to the, the distractions and deterrences that mothers try to, you know, put in the middle of
0: relationships between father and children. Absolutely. They should be building bridges, you know, and the fact that she was comfortable, like you said, to just fill him right out the gate with an introduction Mm -hmm. before he even pulled up. I'm telling you. (laughs) And then proceeds to berate him for not bringing food for her other two children. Listen, the where where I stand on this is, yes, it would have been nice if They had that relationship because we don't know what kind of relationship he has with her. Exactly. If he had a good relationship with her, I'm sure it probably would not have been a problem for him to maybe bring food for everybody. You know, Happy Meals aren't even cheap either. So we don't know what his financial situation is like. That part. And guys don't really plan too much ahead sometimes, you know, we're not going to bash guys, but you know, sometimes they're not really thinking. They're just thinking, "Oh let me bring my baby some food, (laughs) you know? Right. Exactly. You know, on the other hand, she should have just took the food in. Okay. He only brought one happy meal. Listen, it feed your children, but they don't need to know that they were not included. Yeah. They didn't need (laughs) to know, protect them. They didn't need to know that they were not included. You and don't I want that's them where to my
1: argument was like, that's where my argument was with that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. baby.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, you don't want them to feel bad. And then the kid that got the special treatment or so they, so they would be thinking because they're children, so their feelings are hurt. So they're saying, well, how come you got a happy meal? And I didn't, they're not going to comprehend. Well, my daddy brought it, you know, they're not going right. to comprehend that. We don't know how young the children were, but I would assume if they're getting a happy right. meal, they're small you know, and, um, and for her to just really lay it out like that. I didn't really like it. It was, it was just uncouth, you know, it was just ratchet. I didn't like it. I, first definitely of all, I hate ratchet. her disrespect of him oh. to even do that. So you can already tell what he's probably going through with her and her child situation. Mm-hmm. That co-parenting is not on sound foundation yes. at all. That's definitely a toxic
1: relationship. Um, and, and, you know, that was my thing, you know, because like. I wasn't necessarily completely on the side of him being responsible for bringing everybody food Um, because of the fact that as I overthink, as you know, we do as (laughs) Yes, I look at 10 (laughs) other scenarios. It could have been he had his last $10 and he was making sure that his child was good. It could have been, you know, that he might have bought them something the day before. And that day he's like, you know what, I'm just going to provide for my daughter. You know, I've played 10 different scenarios in my head. But the one thing that I can agree on is the mental instability that they're causing their children. Um, You are posting this video on social media. We know kids as young as three and four are now on social media every day, whether they have their own profile set up, you know. I got to now see my mama acting a whole fool on social media about McDonald's. Not to mention now I'm finna get teased because I'm finna go to school and they're going to be like, oh, that's why your mama couldn't buy you no McDonald's. That's why your mama get food <laughs> stamps." You know, like that. Exactly. <laughs> I think, and those are the type of things that I was thinking about when I was speaking on this situation on social media. You know, I'm all about our mental well-being. Um, and because I have come from a place of trauma Because I have come from a place of, you know, negative, toxic environments, I have to look at all of those situations. And the fact that she was putting that on social media, she was not thinking about her kids. She was only thinking about going viral. You know, I think that she probably thought that it was going to be a benefit for her, but it wasn't because a lot of people were against her, you know. Um, So it was just unfortunate. But these situations are real. Just because mm-hmm. this one might have went viral, this is something that I see here locally in my city. Um, this is something that I see people on social media talking about every day, all day. I listen to other podcasts where there's uh, one guy, and I cannot think of his name to save my life, but he really speaks his story and he talks about his toxic relationships with his baby mama, you know, and that's what he call her, you know. So I'm quoting him, but he talks about that. He talks about how she restricts his visitations with his son, you know, if he doesn't have any money to bring her, she blocks him for a week, you know, stuff like that. And it's just like, how is that healthy? You know, how's that healthy?
0: You know, it's absolutely not healthy, you know, and just to wrap up my thoughts on that video. Absolutely. She doesn't know how much trouble she is causing between those siblings. She's going to cause a rivalry because when one is getting something and the other two aren't you know, one or two things are going to happen. They're either not going to speak with them or they're going to bully them to get it. Yeah. You know, so she's just really creating a whole situation that doesn't need to be created. Yeah. But um, to your point, you know, I agree with exactly what you're saying. There's a lot of women out here that have no respect for what men bring to a child's Mm -hmm. life. Absolutely. And I personally, I respect men. You know, my father was in my life. Um, be that as it may. (laughs) Right, right. If you want to know my story, you're gonna have to listen to the Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast to get the whole details. One (laughs) more (laughs) time, plug it in. (laughs) Right. You're gonna have to listen to the episodes to really get into the details and the nitty-gritty of it. But my father instilled in me some things that I can take with me, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, hard work. He taught me how to be independent. He taught me how to not depend on anybody, so I was not never gonna be the lady that's gonna be sitting here with one Happy Meal yelling at some guy to feed my other two kids. They would have already ate. Matter of fact, the baby that got the Happy Meal would have already ate. Been already ate that (laughs) part. That part. Like
1: that and that. You know what? And I don't want to cut you off on that, but let's talk about that for a hot second. How are you sitting up here so mad? Your kids ain't eating because now, guess what? As a concerned citizen, do I need to get child and family services involved because you're not able to provide for your children? You're on social media talking about you ain't fed your children. You know, hey, it again, the backlash from that could be just
0: that. They could be knocking at
1: our door tomorrow like, hey, we need to check your refrigerator. If it ain't no food right. in here, we taking them
0: You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, or if she's already on government assistance, hey, hey, we gave you was, about $400. She said she wow. got her
1: food stamps on the 11th. So she was talking about her food stamps. Like you were saying, you got food stamps on this day and this day. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you are on government assistance already. Yeah. Well, cook your meals. Cook your meals and don't depend Period. on anybody.
0: McDonald's should be the last thing on your mind. The last thing. The last thing. And you don't even know if he has other children, too. So, you know, exactly. there's a whole lot that wasn't being told. A
1: whole lot. Whole but lot.
0: men bring right. a lot to a child's mm-hmm. life. And I think we really have to really appreciate what they do. They bring a lot of strength. They bring a lot of growth um, to teach women, you know, daughters, their worth. They try to teach them game, (laughs) you know, to teach boys to be men, (laughs) you know, and me being a single parent, when my kids were growing up, I see where they lacked when they didn't have their fathers in their life, especially my daughters. Yeah. You know, my son, I put him in programs uh, where he can see men like him and he can do man things. You know, he was in the Boy Scouts. He was in the go to high school, go to college program that the Alpha Phi Alpha's had in the area. You know, he, um, what else was he in? He was in the, um, the STEM program, Nesby. you know, National Society of black engineers. He was in their programs. You know, I kept him busy. Mm -hmm. I kept him wherever he can see some type of a manly structure that he can emulate. Yeah. You know, How they can teach them how to treat women, how they can teach them how to act in society, how to write a resume, how to tie a tie, you know, how to eat as a, at a fancy event. What fork Mm -hmm. should you eat with, you know, how to, how to walk with your escort, you know, all these different things, how to handle a girlfriend, how to manage your finances, how to show up for a date, you know, all those things. Life lessons. Yes, Life Life lessons. And I needed him to learn that. But my girls, you know, they didn't have that guy. They had me yeah. to teach them all the girl things, but they didn't have that guy pouring into them to yeah. make them feel worthy, and make them feel whole. I wasn't enough in that area, mm-hmm. you know? I, I, and so I, I they bring a, a lot of value. And these women out here that really um, don't give them that chance or they stand yeah. in the way, and they know this guy's a good. You know, I'm not gonna say all of them are good because I didn't right, have, right. And,
1: and, you, and know. <laughs> you know, we speaking from a general standpoint. Yeah. y'all know we ain't talking about all men, and y'all know we not talking about all women. So we, we grown, we
0: ain't got right. Be don't be coming for, that, for us. <laughs> <laughs> don't be coming for us in the reviews Seriously. talking about they out here man bashing. Exactly. No, we're not don't saying that because we know there's some that do for the kids, and there are some that don't. Exactly. exactly. And so all we're saying is the ladies that are messing with the relationship for the ones that do yep. get it together, sis, you can't hear it. It's Period. not about oh. you. It's about your children. I think they should all be ashamed of themselves because like I said before, fathers give these children a lot of value mm-hmm. and you're only damaging the children when you're really doing these things, because what is the purpose of that? Is it because he didn't take you back? Is it because you messed up? Is it because he messed up? What what is happening? Like what is within you that you feel you need to really keep this child away from their father, especially if you know, he's been a good guy the entire time. You know, I don't like that at all. It's not cute. It's not fair. It's It's childish.
1: And what I find is we, as women, some women will justify The reasons why, you know, oh, well, I don't want them around this person and I don't want them around this person. You don't get to control that. Just like if you have a new man, he doesn't get to control, you know what I'm saying? If your children's around, because what you shouldn't be doing is having nobody that he should feel endangered to have his kid around and vice versa. You know, it's definitely, it goes both ways. But the thing about it is the bitterness is what takes over. Um, We have the upper hand as mothers. Automatically, you know, according to the courts, according to everything, the woman is automatically defaulted, you know, when it comes to that. And men have to fight hard for visitation, for custody, um, you know, and what happens is you are now taunting that man. And then what also happens is men will be like, I ain't finna get involved because I don't feel like dealing with the mother. yeah, You know, and that's a big thing, too. You know, we are big on our mental well-being now. So if I have somebody that I'm talking to and you're bitter about, I'm talking to them and they saying, you know what? I just can't deal with her right now. So, Hey, first of all, I'm gonna tell you to go to court, you know, men, I really need y'all to understand. I know that y'all hate the court systems. I get it, especially as black men. I totally understand. But when it comes to your child and the fact of we need fathers We need our fathers, you know, our children need our fathers in their lives. Um, You know, I was raised without my father. I have never met my father physically in person a day in my life. And that was trauma for me. But because Mm -hmm. I suppressed it growing up and, you know, making it seem like I was always okay with that, it wasn't until a few years ago when I came to terms with understanding how it really had a detrimental effect on my life growing up um i'm okay now and i'm speaking from a place of healing but it is super important like you said our men have to they have to step up you know i'm gonna hold them accountable but i'm definitely gonna hold us women accountable because y'all need to stop that bitter stuff. stop being mad because they don't want to be with you stop being mad because they want to buy their child what they want to buy you don't get to control that you know you don't get to say Oh, well, you can't buy them this, you know, it just like shoes. You know, if you got other kids, I don't got to buy everybody else shoes too. You know, yes, it it caused a rift with the other children. But as a mother, what that's going to tell me is I need to get up here and get it. Because if I got a baby daddy that ain't doing nothing, but then I have one that is doing everything that they supposed to do. I'm just going to go harder for the one that's not. I'm not going to sit here and cry about it and complain about it and be bitter about it. I'm going to make sure that my child is able to have the same things. If that involved me working an extra shift at work, so be it. If that involved me, you know, do, sacrificing something else, then that's so be it. I'm going to make sure that they have, you know, exactly. um, But restricting a father's, you know, visitation, bashing them to the children, like, that's another big thing that I noticed, Um, you know, you're just so quick to talk about them in front of the kids, calling them out their name, you know,
0: um, I cannot stand that, that is such a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, because you're also teaching the children how to interact with their father. They're going to do what they say. That's why mama, you know, the first thing you say, daddy, can you get me some Jordans? No, I don't have it. Well, that's why mama said that you ain't no good. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Anyway, you know, (laughs) and they're going to listen, they're going to get that child endangered because you know, that man go clean his little clock. They'll be talking to me like that, (laughs) that part.
1: And that's the thing, like you, you have to let them be a father. You can't control all the scenarios, sis. Stop trying to. You have your own life that you should be living. We have gone away from healthy relationships and I don't understand why people can't co-parent nowadays. You know, um, you being malicious by going to child support. You know, hey, I'm all, don't get me wrong. I'm an advocate for child support because I feel like it takes the strenuousness out of, The situation right so Mm -hmm. somebody Else is mediating that and getting involved On the financial standpoint neither one Of y'all can say nothing so I definitely Am all for child support when it comes To co-parenting on a financial level However I also feel like too if there's Extra things that need to be done outside of them Child support payments then as a father And as a mother hey The conversation need to be had Communication hey you know they got Basketball tryouts coming up they gonna need This you know those extra things um, Matter you know, so it make does. sure that those extra things included don't just think just because you get child support, you know, that that's supposed to apply to, you know, the extras because the courts didn't factor that in like that.
0: So, you know, what I'm no, saying like, no, child support it, it, definitely does not cover everything. Yeah, but exactly. just because this man is mandated to pay child support doesn't mean that he is the only one that contributes to that Thank child you. either that part. And that's where a lot of women go wrong. Well, you ain't Ooh, bought him nothing. Oh, well, he went without it. shoes because you didn't pay the child support. No, he went without shoes because he didn't pay the child support and you didn't catch the kid on the back end. Thank you.
1: So busy being bitter bashing them, but they went without, you didn't make it happen. You didn't hey, make, I'm it gonna happen. make sure my son's taken care of when my son was young. I made sure, you know, his father was around for the first, probably 12, 13 years of his life. And then he moved out of town and he completely fell off. I never in my life would have anticipated that happening with my son's father. He just drifted off, you know, and stopped providing and stopped doing, but I didn't bash and bitter, you know, Hey, I've been into my friends about it. Of course. Mm-hmm. But as far as me being publicly bashing and doing all that, never did that. He had an active child support order, never went and increased it because guess what? I'm still going to make it happen regardless. You know, he's exactly. responsible because there's already an order in play, but I'm not going to be chasing him, trying to find him for no child support. Hey, it is what it no. is. I'll spend my month time chasing Dollars to make sure my son's straight, which is what I did. So, and listen, (laughs) I'm not gonna be bitter
0: behind it after my divorce. My child support somehow got stopped. I want to say three years before my child even turned 18. Oh, wow, how does that happen? That part. And I'm like, if I don't go to work, I'm not making money. Yeah, I don't have time to be in anybody's courtroom. So, what did I do? I picked up an extra job. So, at one point, I was going through a divorce, raising three children on my own, took up an extra job and going to school all at the same time. Mm. Because I need my children to have it. Made you know, I need my do. children to have stuff. And like yeah. I was saying before, um, a lot of women, they do all these different things when they know that these men are good dudes. Yeah. And in my eyes, my children's mental health is more important than my pride. Ooh
1: period that should be everybody's priority yeah especially in the times that we are living in right now that should be our main priority your child's mental well-being should be a main priority of yours you know everybody and, and, and i'm not gonna lie i see lazy parents i see lazy mothers that give their child a phone or a tablet and don't spend no time with them. They don't teach them nothing. That y'all really letting YouTube teach y'all kids. Y'all letting social media teach y'all kids. Y'all letting TikTok teach y'all kids. And don't get me wrong. TikTok is a very informative platform. I definitely have learned some things on TikTok. Well, did but you learned to make some part? fries and ribs Girl, and stuff? look, I done learned about all kinds of stuff. My air fryer, <laughs> I'm an air fryer queen, so I done had all kind of recipes up on TikTok, right? Like, <laughs> But y'all letting TikTok raise y'all kids. TikTok is really raising y'all kids, and it shows because, look, prime example. You seen where... um these kids was doing these pranks and stuff at school and oh, they had yeah. to put out notices at school because they like, Hey, it's a tick-tock prank. That's supposed to, you know, do this. If your child, you know, get caught doing it, they're going to be expelled. So, but the mama, you ain't paying no attention, but you also ain't letting that father pay it and do nothing because you too exactly. busy. Like, nah, you can't pick them up. No, nah, you can't go to the school. And, um, I was actually engaged. Um, some years back and I was actually going through With him a divorce At the time and being That he was married he didn't even Realize the rights that he had as a father They were married so they had equal rights But because the Mama we default to the Mom she went to the school And she told them that she did Not want him picking her child Up from school mind you he lived With her wow. So For two weeks, he had to fight to get his daughter. She was that petty. And he had to hire a lawyer and find out that because they were married, they had equal rights. And the the school, he could have sued the school because y'all never questioned it. You see, never questioned it. You know what I'm saying? It never got questioned. And that's where I feel things are wrong when it comes to that. Because why, why are you believing her just because she the mama? You, you see the daddy here. He's the one that's at the meetings. He's the one that comes to the events. You don't see her.
0: Exactly. But now
1: she told y'all that she he can't see her. And
0: y'all let that happen for they two They should have weeks. pulled them together in a uh, conference.
1: Y'all, I was, I that's was so what they pissed done. about that back then. I was so upset about it. Um, I was like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. A bitter baby mama. Yep. A bitter baby mama.
0: And you know what? My brother is a mediator out of Jacksonville, Mm. Florida, he runs George and George ADR group. And why can't they get a mediator to help them with these types of situations where you feel you cannot co-parent effectively with the other person, get somebody involved. It's cheaper than getting a lawyer. You have an advocate there. That's going to make sure the child is the first priority or even get like a meeting point. The drop offs and pickups. Now that's one thing I did. My ex-mother in law, she was our drop off and pickup. I'm gonna drop the kids off at 3 30. You can pick them up at four. We don't even yeah. have to see each other.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> like hey, and that worked know, out even, yep. And even as being divorced, you know, you would have thought, you know, that it might have been probably messier than that. But we tend to make things messy. Like, um, they don't have to be, but because we want to have control. And I'm going to say we, only because I'm speaking about women. We we want to have complete control of the situation. So we want to dictate when, what, who, when, and how they interact with their child. You know what I'm saying? And that's not you alls place. That is not y'all place to decide that. And I even have seen where there are good relationships with the father and the mothers try their best to sabotage it. Look, that's yeah. y'all unresolved issues, your lack of daddy issues. I don't know what it is, but y'all got to cut that out. Like and stop depriving your the kids children. First. Yep. Yeah, we are in a state of havoc right now. We need unity. We need community. And community involves allowing your child's father
0: to be an active, healthy co-parent. Period. Yep. And stop shooting yourself in the foot. Girl, you know you don't want to do it all. You do not exactly. want to do it all. You want some wine time. Okay. Uh. When them kids with their father, guess what's happening? That house is quiet and clean. Okay, Let them period. go. You hindering <laughs> yourself. You just, you just damaging yourself. Can't, you just taking your yes. own freedom. Pack them can't, up. Can't, let them can't go. turn
1: that up down just enough for you to be like, you know what? Let me give me some meat time. Exactly. You don't want them to go with the dad, but yet you call grandma or you call it auntie or cousins and to pay somebody to keep them to keep the them. daddy wants them. They want, he want them, but he got a new girlfriend. So you like, hell nah, my child ain't going over there.
0: Get over it. Get over it. Now, if she's a bad girlfriend and she doesn't of care course. nothing about your children, then that's Absolutely. different. But, but you always, oh, you got to vet that.
1: You can't just make that assumption out the gate. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You got to vet that. You got to, hey. Be grown about it. Hey, let's sit down and have a conversation. You know, if she's gonna be around my child, I need to have a conversation with her. I, I I people do that, you can do that. You know, I see all the time where there are successful co-parenting relationships where each parent has another significant other, and they all are co-parenting. That's what you call a village. Yeah. The village still exists, y'all just don't want them to. You
0: just want <laughs> to be y'all want to buy saying to y'all kids, like <laughs> you just want to be petty in it. Exactly. you know, and as Sarah Jake's Roberts said, I listen to her sermons all the time, mm-hmm. and that's Bishop TD Jake's daughter. Yes. And um, she said, you can't be petty in heaven. And I'm like, girl say that again for the ladies in the back. You can't be <laughs> petty in heaven. <laughs> so you need to get yourself together now, you know, yeah. just like you said, look at the temperature of the world right now. Mm-hmm. we' yeah. We're not off of all the systemic racism that's been going on. We're not off what happened to George Floyd and everybody else that we've had a t-shirt for, a march for, a protest for. We need to keep our families together.
1: If something were to happen. Yes.
0: Exactly. Life is so short. Look at how in Texas, that that young guy went in and shut up all those babies. There's way too much going on in the world. Too much. Keep those kids where they need to be. Teach them how to protect themselves. The one little girl went on there and I was so proud of her because after surviving such a tragedy for her to go on the news and say how she protected herself, you know how she protected herself? She rolled around in somebody else's blood and played dead. I
1: did read that. I did read that. Oh my God. And she was what, nine?
0: Yeah. Making that decision at nine? My grandson just turned eight. Oh. God, you know, for her to at least think, oh God, I better play dad or else he's going to really kill me. Yeah. You know, and she yep. just lay there in somebody else's blood. That's trauma in itself.
1: Trauma for the rest of her life.
0: Absolutely. She
1: needs her village. She needs her village, you know, and I hope that there are both parents in her life that are going to be able to make those healthy decisions for her to seek therapy. Listen, um, in the black community, we've got to understand, um, therapy is required. You Mm
0: -hmm. know,
1: um, it's truly required um, whether it's a group therapy, whether it's a one-on-one therapy, mamas, listen, if you have unresolved trauma and you are causing havoc with your child and the father, you owe it to yourself to talk to somebody and get that off of you, you know, that I'm telling you. Talking to somebody about it and being in a non-judgmental space will definitely help you move forward. You're doing it for the better of your children. You're doing it to have a healthy relationship for your children so they can thrive instead of feeling obligated to stay around you and your toxic environments.
0: Right. And I want to add to that. Empower yourself. Yes. Move on. Move forward. Get your own mental health together. Yep. Who knows? You break up, he may come back. Yeah. You know, or you, you know, may resolve temporary. whatever issue that yep. caused you to break up in the first place. But empower yourself. Yeah. Okay. Use this breakup or this separation or whatever you're going through with your non custodial parent to just heal yourself.
1: Yeah. Heal
0: yourself. Heal your children. Put their mental health first. Yep. Swallow your pride. Deal with that man. Drop him off. Yep. Take that time for yourself. Use that little weekend or that time in the summer where they get to keep them for two weeks and then uh, every other weekend, use that time to heal. Use that time for yourself. Use that time to regroup. You know what I mean? Talk to your sister tribe, get your spiritual health together. Do all those things in that time where those children are with their father. Because at the end of the day, what is more important to you, your happiness or your children's happiness. Yeah. And you can't be happy if you're doing these things. These yeah. spiteful, petty you're things. Not you happy. can't yeah, be you're happy. Yeah, you're not
1: happy. You can try to portray that. I, I, I read through that. Um, becoming more mindful of myself, I read through that so easily. like It's like a glass window that I'm just looking completely through. And I'm like, girl, you're not happy. You're miserable. No. You know, you're miserable. And you owe it to yourself. Because as a coach, I stress to women all the time, in order for you to be healthy in order for everything around you to be healthy, you have to give out healthy. You can't give out havoc and frustration and negative feedback and sabotage and expect positive feedback in return, you know, and and that's like giving it to your kids. If you are giving havoc and stress and and negative words and hollering and cussing all the time, and don't get me wrong. I am a cusser. I cuss y'all. Okay. If y'all know that by now, I cuss, but what I don't do is cuss at my children. Hey, I'm human. I have days I raised three boys. They grown now. I raised three boys. So I'm not going to sit here and tell y'all that they didn't catch some cuss words. You know what I'm saying? From time to (laughs) time.
0: But I never
1: talked down on them. I never belittled them. I never made them feel like they weren't worthy. They got nothing but encouragement from me. Um, You know, raising my sister's children, you know, their dads are semi-active in their lives. So, you know, they had somewhat of their village behind them you know, and that's great to hear, but it still had to come from me as them being in my house. So I'm not going to sit there and bash and berate any man around them because they're going to be like, well, damn, if she talking about that man like that, how's she talking about everybody else, man? You know what she say about me when I ain't around,
0: you know, kids pay attention to that type of stuff. Exactly. And you know, we have a saying in our culture who bring come carry. So who brings news to you? We'll take your news and take it to somebody else.
1: Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I see these videos, like these videos that these kids go on viral cussing and calling people out their names. And I'm just like, is this the norm now? Like, mm. yeah, it could be a little funny. But the fact that you recorded this to intentionally have your child acting a whole fool on social media, that's entertainment now. And, and that's the sad part. You know, that's, I feel like is the lack of co-parenting, you know, because a co-parenting household is not going to sit up there and just be like, oh yeah, go on social media, acting whole fools. You know, they not getting some attention somewhere. Somebody ain't giving the attention. They not paying attention. And these kids is out here acting a whole fool and y'all think it's okay.
0: Exactly. And you know, another thing I wanted to touch on uh, with these mothers that shut their fathers out of their children's lives is. Stop listening to all your little friends. Ooh, Go into wee, your baby. wormhole and into your bat cave or your cat woman cave or your she shared, whatever, and try and figure this thing out on your own. Mm-hmm. If you truly love your children, do not listen to all your friends because when you've told them so many things about your man, girl, he ain't did this, 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 and this, yeah. when he's doing right, are you going ahead and telling them that too?
1: Yep. Nope. Because no, no, they, go- the you know they don't tell them the
0: good part. You know they don't tell them the good part. But the thing they is- They don't tell them
1: all the clothes that they bought or they don't tell them how, you know, he spent the last three weeks trying to come and pick the child up and you keep ignoring and blocking them and, you know, doing this, that, the other because nine out of 10 times, you around friends that's doing that same thing. So you're going to try exactly. to keep up with the Joneses when it comes to that because you don't want to be outbittered. <laughs> <laughs> outbittered. <laughs> And that's you don't terrible. Want to be out bitter. Yeah, it is. That's terrible. Is. And
0: you're not going to go back and tell them when he's doing good things. And you're not going to go back and tell the child, you know what? I said that when I was angry at your daddy, yep. I didn't really mean it. Your dad is a wonderful dad and he loves you very much. I was mad at him. So I said that, you know, own your stuff, own, own your it. part in the be breakdown of, of yes. the relationship as well. Be accountable because the way we handle our relationships is what we're teaching our children. We're teaching them how to handle theirs. Yeah. Like my parents, yeah. I've never seen my parents hug, kiss, tell each other, they love each other, hold hands, yeah. nothing. So when I got into my marriage, you know, and I met his family, oh, they were all hugging and kissing and greeting yeah. each other. Hello. And I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. You whoa, guys, kiss? wait, wait,
1: wait, back up. Back-
0: <laughs> First, you know, I'm like, Covering my lips. I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. I don't greet people like that. That part, you know, so my parents didn't teach me to love, mm-hmm. didn't teach me to love. They were yep. disciplinarians. Yeah. So that's what I poured into my children. But although my ex-husband and I aren't together anymore, I'm glad that I learned that Yeah. I learned that it's okay to hug somebody. Hello. It's okay to kiss somebody on the cheek. Hello or goodbye. You know, it's yep. okay to say, Hey, I love you. And it don't have to be a romantic love. It could just be a platonic love. It could just be, I love you because you're a human like me and you're kind to me and my children. Yes. You know, and these are the things that fathers teach their children as well. They teach them things that we can't. Yes. You know, like I can't, listen, I could barely even plug up the cable box by myself and the little (laughs) yellow wire and the white wire and the red wire, where do they go? (laughs) Somebody needs to tell them that. I put this those. whole thing together and it's like five <laughs> screws left. Where do they go? <laughs> Somebody needs well, to supervise. Say, oh, no. Exactly.
1: Yes. It's just like we need our teachers in our lives and our teachers are our fathers, you know, um, ladies. I understand the breakup could have been bitter. I understand that y'all could have ended things on a bad note, you know? Um, and I'm not condoning, Domestic violence, I'm not condoning any of that But what y'all gotta understand is If you are a willing participant in the domestic violence situations You have to take on a level of accountability as well And get the help you need so you can heal from that Because the domestic the abuse kids is real Exactly, because at the end of the day, it's about them You want them to see, because here's the thing Kids will mock what we do Mm -hmm. So if they see you going to therapy and they see you making positive changes, they're going to be like, you know what? Let me go ahead and implement. Oh yeah. I'm actually getting to see my dad more. You know, it's okay. It's okay. If you listen to this podcast and you are one of those women that, you know, feel like that you have to always control the situation when it comes to your child's father, it's time to evaluate that situation. It's time for you to say, you know, what am I gaining By trying to control this situation, right? You know, what is my child gaining by trying to control this situation? My child is gaining havoc. My child is gaining stress. My child is having to grow up fast because they have been the non-official mediator in your bitter battle with your child's father. Yes. And it's just important that you understand that you have to take the necessary measures to change that it's not too late for that it's not too late to take the toxic out your life it's not too late to allow a healthy co-parenting relationship because your child is going to thank you later i promise they is
0: you're going to see them
1: thrive when they have the love of both parents they're going to thrive you know they're going to open up they're going to become more comfortable with talking to you about the uncomfortable topics. You know, if you're holding bitterness and and talking and being angry all the time, they're not going to come to you about their vulnerable moments. They're going to find the first guy on the street. Now, let's not get into that. You know, young girls, you know, they're going to go find the first guy on the street because they're lacking, you know, the father figure because you are making them feel like they father ain't nothing, but they father fighting to see them.
0: Exactly. And they don't know that part. Yep. And yep. so they go out there and they seek love in all the wrong places and the boys too, because sometimes yeah. you lose your sons to the streets. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. You lose your daughters to all these sugar daddies and all these yes. other guys. It's just going to make them feel good because they're looking for something that their father should have instilled in them, but yeah. now you don't kept them apart from them. And so now this is the end result. It is. So I want to say women that are listening, First thing you do when you have to deal with a co-parent situation, put your children first, put your pride aside. Second thing is get help for yourself and your children if you need it. I think you might need it if it's a traumatic breakup, because not everybody wants to go when you tell them to go. Mm -hmm. Third thing is try and set up some kind of boundaries, for instance, Mm, you know, come up with some kind of a parenting plan that you both can agree to. Yep. If you get a significant other, let's meet them or don't bring anybody around the children unless it's going to be something substantial. Because children yeah. shouldn't have a bunch of uncles and aunties running through their lives. Oh,
1: Lord. It's and, not and, cute. and they think that's cool now, too, because you got the situationships, the sneaky links. Like, how is it a sneaky link when your kid is seeing them? What's sneaky about that? Exactly. He and, is talking about you to their friends. Like, girl, my mama had five people over in two weeks. Like, And the last thing you want that? is for <laughs> the
0: teacher to pick that up while she's grading the papers.
1: That part. <laughs> <laughs> that you, will, part, you,
0: know? you will be in that seat quicker than anything else looking stupid sitting there in front of the principal like what are you doing in your personal life exactly
1: then <laughs> they all up in your business you know hey your child cutting up at school so now they're trying to get in your business they're trying to figure out what's going on yeah it's because you're leading with havoc in your household
0: yep and you it's know, already um, going to be traumatic for them and you want to make it as smooth a transition as you possibly can absolutely Absolutely. You know, and so that's why I mentioned those things, um, you Great know, points. because Great I points. think, I think they're very helpful. And in the long run, you know, try and do as much things with the father, if you yeah. can, you know, yeah. you have to try and make this thing amicable. It does. You know, you yeah. have to try, even if you have to sit and suck lemons and watch him and his girlfriend put on the birthday party, yeah. try and figure out what you can do to contribute to that. Yeah, You know, just try and keep things as normal as possible for your children. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we want them to be whole people. We don't yep. want them to be like the little boy that just shot up Uvalde school. We don't yep. want that. We don't want them to have all these mommy and daddy issues. We want them to be whole upright people in life that you can sit back and be like, that's my baby. My baby's president. Yes. Yeah. It is super,
1: um, it's super important. You guys, um, stop using children as pawns. Mm -hmm. Um, stop saying that you, because you're mad that now they can't do and see and provide for their child. You are not hurting him. You are hurting them. And that is your priority. I don't care how mad they get. If you need to take a day or two and say, hey, I can't talk to you right now. I need to cool off. I totally understand that. And I respect it. But what you're not going to do and what you should not be doing is telling the child that they can't talk to their dad, that they can't see their dad, that -hmm. their daddy ain't nothing. And here's the thing. I don't care if their daddy ain't nothing, right? Right. The kids should not know that their daddy ain't nothing at all. They should not know that. They don't need to know that because again, we can take it back to an accountability issue. And you knew you was nothing when you was laying with them, you know. But hey, that's another podcast, you know. What I'm saying? Right. But um, I, you know, I got a whole lot to say behind that. Woo, okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god, I so love talking to you. Like this has been so dope. It's great because <laughs> man hey y'all know um I just love to bring awareness to the uncomfortable conversations um what I, it's, it's more common than not y'all there are more fathers out here that are stand-up fathers just because y'all see the ones that ain't because they mamas is, they, 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 my baby mamas is putting them on social media bashing them there are good men out here people a yes. lot of them. Yes. I've had the pleasure of having conversations With them and not saying that they haven't Had past that they're not Proud of you know but everybody Has a chance to grow everybody Has a chance to break free from their past If you have a past and you don't want Nobody judging you on yours why are You judging him based off his especially if He is making positive changes and positive Moves in his life now exactly. You owe that to your child to allow him to Be in his life period His exactly. or her life
0: Exactly you know
1: it's, it's super important. Um, Build the I, I, bridge. I'll go ahead. What you say? Go ahead, baby. Build the bridge, period. The villages still exist, y'all. There are villages that can still be built. We need these villages now more than ever. With everything that's going on in society, we need to be together. We need to be a community. We need to be stacking ourselves together because I'm telling you, we will be a hell of a force together I don't want us to be divided anymore. It's time for us to come together. And that involves you swallowing your pride, understanding that he's no longer with you, you know, and y'all have a child together and you're doing what's best for your child.
0: Exactly. Because let me tell you, not everybody had a two hour labor like I did. I have heard stories of people being in labor for 24 yeah, labor hours before the doctors either, so. decide to induce and all that. So you don't went through all that trouble to bring mm-hmm. them into this world. Make sure they happy. Yeah. That's yep. your job. Make sure they duty. are happy.
1: Exactly. That's you know? your duty, that's your obligation and you laid with them, let him be apart. Period. Exactly. Put your okay, emotions to the side and let him be apart. I'm telling exactly. you, it's going to make your life easier. It's really going to make your life easier. Child, I was you trying know, to
0: push my kids out the door. Oh, you coming sure on Friday? Shoot, <laughs> their bags already packed up by Wednesday. I'm, I'm god, like, this is happening. I'm
1: telling <laughs> you, you know, I was blessed because, um, you know, his father's family, you know, was still active in his life. He still wouldn't stay with his grandmother, you know, things like that. So I'm definitely blessed for that. Rest her soul, because she's no longer with us. But, you know, I'm blessed that, you know, He still, and I still allowed that because I could have been bitter and been like, nah, he ain't going over none of their houses. I don't care. You know, no, I still allowed him to have a relationship with his father's family, regardless on how he just completely ghosted my child at 13, you know? So I allowed that because I I wasn't bitter. Yes. I was angry. And yes, I was frustrated because I never expected it um but i still was not angry enough to say nah he ain't going over his family house he ain't doing this he ain't doing that no i still allowed that yeah you know he made the choice and now he's suffering because my child is 28 years old and he like who Uh -uh, i ain't got a conversation for you you know hey but that's not my choice it wasn't because anything i said it is unfortunate um you know but it wasn't because of anything i said I wasn't publicly bashing him. That was a conscious decision he made as a grown man to decide that he didn't want to communicate. And he might in the future, you know, um, but I'm not going to pressure that because he's a grown man at this point. So I have to allow that situation to mend on its own. You know, I'm here as a supporter. You know, sometimes I talk to him. We have conversations and I'm like, hey, I'm talking as a coach right now. So you could talk to me as a coach. And we have completely different conversations. You know, Mm -hmm. I love the relationship that I have with my son. You know, but <laughs> I didn't bash. You know, to my it's friends, pointless. yeah, if I talked to them, absolutely. But I would have never did it publicly. No, you
0: know, and I, I just I never think as women, we need to just really just be ladies. Yep. Be ladies. Yep. Ladies know when to leave. Be ladies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just try to be a better example for our children. Yeah. You know, if they're seeing those things, like for instance, you know, my daughter um she had held a party for me uh, a couple years ago mm-hmm. and um in her toast she said you know i didn't even realize that we were poor mm-hmm. she said i remember going outside in the snow with socks on our hands and she's saying these things and i'm like wow i didn't even think you remember that yeah but she remembered and she yeah. said mom you just did what you needed to do and make things happen and when my, you know, I would have one wish for my birthday every year. And I would tell you, I would want my dad to call me and five minutes after I tell you that my dad is on the line. And it's only maybe not even too long ago. My daughter's going to be 28 this year. Mm. Hadn't been that long ago. She said, mom, I knew you was the one calling him. (laughs) I think, and I'm being sly about it and slick. She knew, yeah. She knew because I will do whatever it takes to keep my kids happy. To keep them happy. That and way. I can't force him to be a father. I can't force him to do any of that. I can't control what he did. Absolutely. I can only apologize for what he did or didn't do
1: right. for them
0: in life. But I can only just be there to support them in yeah. their journey. And like you said, coach them through it. Right. Right. Because that's yep. about all I could do in this moment. I that's did what it. I can, you know, absence of them, yeah. but I can only help them through it right now. And then just teach them how to move on without the mm-hmm. apology, because Absolutely. a lot of people get real hung up on that apology and want that they closure love- when
1: that closure ain't doing nothing for you. Yeah. It's not doing nothing. We, we yeah. talk about closure all the time. Oh, I just need to get closure. I just need to find out why. No, you don't. You don't. No.
0: You you no. you know why? It he made yep. it all about them and it was not about you. Yep. And and you can close yourself.
1: <laughs> Period. You can give yourself you can closure. Yep. So but it's time for us to move different, be different, act different, do different with our kids. Stop letting social media raise y'all kids. Stop acting like that the things that y'all seeing that is toxic and negative is the norm and that you want to practice that on a daily. That is not what we are supposed to be doing. Um, it's really sad that social media has really taken over our lives to the point where we are normalizing that type of behavior.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, it's time for the bitterness to end. It's time for us to, like she said, swallow our pride. You know, become mindful of what we're doing it for. Um, I always have to think about things, what I'm doing it for. And that helps me follow through. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it for empty. I'm doing it because I want to establish unity. I want to establish community. I want to uh, build the bridge. You know, um, that one bridge is going to turn into multiple bridges. You know, you switching from unhealthy to healthy bonding, um, man, I'm telling you, it's gonna make all the difference in the world. Your kids gonna become more disciplined, they ain't gonna wanna stay up all night. They are gonna go to bed because now they see that you are changing things up and you're standing on it, you know, and mm-hmm. you're being, you know, positively encouraging and you're allowing the fathers in their lives. You're not, you know, bashing and berating, and you've apologized and told them, you know, I'm, I came from an angry place, you know, um, but I'm sorry and I'm not gonna do that anymore. That means so much to a child you know we got this mindset of a child is a child stay in a child's place and i get that to a degree but what that does is it takes the feelings away from the child they feel like they can't tell you how they feel because you like hey, it's my house i'm grown you can't say nothing woo. woo, woo. and that's that's detrimental you know yeah. it's super detrimental um because not only are you hush silencing them, you're taking everybody away from them, and that's including their fathers. Exactly. You're being, you're
0: being, you're bashing unnecessarily. Exactly, and what you're also doing is uh, cheating them out of love. Period. And you we know, need that so bad love. right now. And so bad you, right now. And when you have outgrown your antics, when you've matured, when you've healed. Reevaluate your tribe, because all those people that were in your ear telling you what to do, all those negative things, girl, don't let him take those babies. Girl, don't let him do this. And oh, girl is gonna be over there. That's the
1: famous one you hear. It couldn't be
0: me. Yeah. All those people that were encouraging you to be negative, which impacts your children, because now you're silencing them, but you're also making all these bad decisions that affect their life. So they should have a say that part. And they will call you to the carpet later on in life when they get grown and look back on their mm-hmm. life. Cuz trust me, I've I've had to suck lemons. I've had yeah. to sit there in my stuff and let my children tell me how my decisions affected their life. And guess yeah. what I did? I'm sorry. Yeah. With the tools that I had then, I thought I was making a good decision. Exactly. I'm that so very sorry. That is huge. Own that it. is
1: huge owning it oh that is so dope yeah i love to hear that it's not too late for us to do that
0: no it's never too late
1: do it but you 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 don't realize the burden that's gonna come off your own shoulders if you let that bitterness go yeah let these kids be in their daddy lives y'all quit doing that stuff (laughs) (laughs) you ain't my daddy (laughs) <laughs> right oh girl they be ready to talk and tell everything that the mama said and then when they come to you with it and i said it so what you don't realize the traumatizing effect that you just put on your child exactly because you bold and bold and yeah i said it okay all right But when your kids get older and then they start being resentful towards you, then you're going to be in your feelings because, oh, everything I did for you. No, I know everything you did for me was bash my dad, was keep me away from people that love me, was stop me from being loved outside of you because your love is toxic. I could have got some healthy love, but you tried to, you prevented that. Exactly. Exactly. You prevented that.
0: Another point that I wanted to make, because I'm not sure if you're going to be closing up real soon. Um, but before you close out, I wanted to just mention, even when the child say, I don't want to talk to my daddy, get to the bottom of yep. that and yep. have them talk out to why. their father,
1: exactly. yep. have
0: them talk to them because you can't get back on the line and say, well, Jerry, don't want to talk to you. You are the mother. Yeah. Figure can't out build why that You bridge. Owe that
1: to yourself to find out why, why yeah. is that? Why
0: does he want to talk? Right. And, and let them tell the father that let them have that discourse with their father, let the father explain himself. If you care about your child, you are going to want your child to free himself or herself. Yep. Don't just say, well, just because you don't want to talk to him, you know, he don't want to talk to you. You take the time to ask your child, why, why don't you want to talk to your father? And that'll open the door for them to tell you why. And then some, and, and, and be careful now, because once you've opened the door, you might be the problem. Ooh, yeah,
1: it, 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 but that's so why Mama, some you of ain't, them don't have a conversation, because they know they are the problem. That's why exactly. they ain't going to ask, because they know, they know Mama, the you, ain't to you ain't
0: talking to them. You ain't talking to them, so why do I have to talk to them? Yep, yep.
1: Some of us duck and dodge those conversations, so we'll rather keep the bitterness going, because we really don't want to have those conversations. Exactly. Because we know that's going to make us be accountable for our own stuff. Exactly.
0: But that's what we need to do because, like I said, with the temperature of the world, you know, with the wars and look, we've just overturned Roe versus Wade. We're not going to have a whole lot of rights anymore. The way the the state of the country is going is not good. We're going to need these children to have both parents in their lives so they can get all that they need. All the strength, all the love, all the knowledge. Yes, Noreen,
1: they need it. They need it right now more than anybody Because they are our future exactly. They, you know, these the Millenniums And Gen Z and stuff like that Those are our futures So if there's damaging ones That are trying to pursue Then that's just contributing to the havoc. So you owe it to yourself to say You know what, I'm going to do things a little bit differently I'm going to swallow it and I'm going to hold myself accountable So I can heal I'm, I'm exactly. going to let go of that bitterness So I can heal And It's I'm all even- about us healing
0: and I might even drop a little coin, too. If you cannot handle your bitterness, girl, write a book. Get an outline together. Ooh. Put it all in a book, okay? And Look sell at it. that,
1: gym, baby. It'd sell be a it. lot of books out here, y'all, but I'm telling you, it'd be That's a lot of therapy.
0: That part. Yep. That's why I just said it'd be a lot of healed people, too. Trust me, Tell your believe story. That. Oh, my Tell God. Tell your story. Get it off your chest. Sell it. Yep. Not sell it yep. just to say you want to just you know, just capitalize off it and don't put people through stuff just so you can make money off of it. Right. Right. You know, it's part of your healing. People journal while you're journaling, write an outline. Exactly. Let people know what you've been through. Let people know what you're doing to get through it. Let people know what you've done once you were through it. Yes, absolutely that is so become dope. a I, coach. I love that. That, that, huh, coach. that part coach the next person your out experiences
1: of it and help and empower others. Like that is the man I'm telling you it's, it's important y'all. We need it. Times are requiring it right now. Um, Absolutely. it's really time for us to get, get right with ourselves, you know, and that involves writing all your wrongs, letting go of all that anger, all that bitterness and getting healthy substitution. Replacing Absolutely. the negative habits, you know, it's it's super important that we start taking actions to make that happen today. If you are not taking actions, you owe it to yourself today. You owe it to your children today. You owe it to your family today. Start today. Take the Absolutely. baby steps. Do what you got to do. You know, if you are a woman that is seeking, you know, you have the negative ruts you are stuck in, um, and you know you're not, you know, dealing with therapeutic trauma of the past. Let's talk about your future. Um, I'm open for conversations with us ladies Um, and if it's something that I can't benefit you can't benefit from me Um, I have plenty of resources therapy resources I have you know um, a therapist therapist my coach Keisha she is amazing She has been a therapist for 20 some years and come from the hood right with me Mm -hmm. You know her real life situations and stories make her so dope Um, you know, there are so many resources that we have available. We just have to, you know, get out here and get them.
0: Absolutely. Get out here and get them.
1: But it's time for us to heal, y'all. Ladies, absolutely. It's time to heal, baby. It's It's time to heal. Noreen, it has been a pleasure. You already know. I love talking with you. Thank you so much for blessing the podcast. Please let them know one more time where they can
0: find your podcast that baby. So they can find the Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast on spotify stitcher google apple and one other one that i don't know but <laughs> that's all right that's if fine. you can't Type find it, it in. on any of those you emailed save sisters 2020 at gmail.com if you have any questions if you want to be got on you. the podcast you know if you want to leave a, a rate and review please rate and review it lets yes. people know that we're here it exposes the podcast to everybody else so yes. that a lot of other people can be touched by it. And join our Facebook group. It's under Save Our Sisters SOS. Join our Facebook group, and you will be kept abreast of everything absolutely the unity in
1: that group is so amazing it's a privilege to be in there i love it i love the interaction i love the union i love the community it's no anger no bitterness no nothing so if you are trying to break free from any of those habits within yourself join the group definitely join absolutely
0: the group. So. and tomorrow we are having our first friday so we always have a sister check-in every Friday. It's open forum, free discussion. It's going to be from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, I'll be there. Yes. I'll
1: be there. No, I'm open for discussion.
0: Definitely. I love a good discussion. I love a good banter. (laughs) I love to learn new things. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me on. I feel so privileged and honored to be on here you know, it's a privilege. I
1: appreciate you so much. Yes. You guys, if y'all are not following me on social media at coach K-A-Y-W-D-S, if you have not favorited this podcast and by time you listening to this right now, go ahead and go ahead and do that so you can get the updates on new episodes. So we appreciate y'all tuning in. Stay tuned. This new season is just heating up, baby. We'll talk to y'all soon. Stay positive, baby. Bye.
0: for joining this episode of the Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast. Hopefully you found it to be inspiring and you've received great information you can use in your daily life. If you've enjoyed this episode, please show your sister some love by subscribing on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to rate and review. We're on Instagram at Save Our Sisters underscore 2020 and check out our YouTube page. If you would like to continue the conversation, join our Save Our Sisters group on Facebook. Until next time, sis, and remember to love yourself.